Hello everyone, this is Andrew Pond, Artistic Director of Eclectic Bull Contact Theater. Welcome to Season 2 of the Half Hour Audio Hour. Every month we'll be featuring a different playwright, allowing you to not only hear their work, but to find out a little more about them and their process. This month's production is Blag, written by Victoria Morris, directed by Sophie Flack, and starring Sam Cartwright, Winter Fernander, and Rochelle Prue. Before we start, we'd like to briefly introduce you to Victoria. After the production, stay tuned for an interview with Victoria for more insight into the play and this process. Victoria is a screenwriter originally from the West Midlands who now lives in London. Her work has been a finalist in several screenplay competitions, including the Edinburgh TV Festival, New Voices Award, and Funny Women Writing Awards, the Screencraft Family Feature Competition, and the Stage 32 TV Pilot Contest. She wrote two series of popular animation web series, Tiddlytubbies, and is currently on the writing team for a new animation project. Victoria is also a story consultant and script editor with over six years' experience working in TV scripted development. She also mentors new writers and enjoys performing comedy stories at open mic nights. And now, Blag. Picture the scene, right? It's April 2001. Manchester United are about to take on Bayern Munich in the Champions League quarter-final. There's 60,000 people in the crowd watching as these 11 players enter the field. And then another man, a 12th player. He's dressed in the same kit. You know, he's confident. He's got his chest out and his head held high. And, and, and in that moment, he truly believes that he is an actual player for Manchester United. And what's more, the world's media are taking pictures. And no one noticed. Orb Neville did. All lined up in their team pose there were when Gary Neville asked him who he was. But in all the chaos, had no choice but to just let him stand there with him. Ah, guys, it's not a grass. <laughs> Carl Power, his name was. The man that did it said it was the best day of his life. The legends are all right, you know, if England smashes it tomorrow. We were actually here. We saw it first hand. Yeah, us and 60,000 others. Not really being a legend, is it? Ah, just breathing that air. Rio de Janeiro, Brazil. Home to 6.32 million people, Christ the Redeemer, Pele, and one of the best football teams in the world. They've won more World Cup finals than any other country and scored the most goals of all time. Você cair? What do you say? Uh, but let's just say he's on the Brazilian side. No, was a dumb idea yours to wear these England shirts. Wild and proud we stand here, the Three Lions! Yeah, let's get a taxi to the hotel. Taxi? Actually, tax-ski is the way they pronounce it here. Yeah, very helpful. Ah there, mate. You know this hotel? Oh, we're Lampage. Is Lampage with you? I love Lampage. Lampage the main. 
Oh no, mate, we're not. Yeah, yeah, uh, he's in the one behind. Yeah, him and Gerard, meeting them at the hotel we are. Alan, what are you doing? How come you're not on the tour bus? Yeah, that's a point. Why are we not on the tour bus again? Uh, it broke down. This hotel you go, no, it's good. You got the wrong hotel. It's fine, we'll just... Oh yeah, yeah, which hotel is that again? All the football players stay at the Diamond Hotel. Oh, those cheeky chappies there, Paul, winding us up. <laughs> um, yeah, sure. Thank you, mate. Bye. Obrigado. To ciao. That's how you say thank you and goodbye in Portuguese. Yeah, tough for that. So got a plan now, have you? He thought we were on the team. Yeah, but we're not, are we? And we haven't got reservations here, so... We could go in for a beer in the hotel bar, though. And how do you expect to get past those armed police? Oh, yeah. Have they got shields? Yup. Well, there's about 20 of them. What a place, though, eh? How the other half live. It's massive. How many rooms do you reckon? I've never seen so many palm trees in a car park. Ah, look. See everyone showing badges and that at the entrance. Let's go. Not much of a story for the lads when we get back. Some taxi driver thought we were an England player for one second. Well, we are what we are. I should have been a footballer, you know. Here we go. Yes. Well, you were warned to go to practice rather than a pub. I know, I know. What an idiot I was. Imagine if I'd stuck with it. I knew I was a good player. You're good at other things now. Like what? Any Tom, Dick and Harry can load a pallet onto a truck. Hardly legend material. Onto a truck that takes essential foods out to thousands of people. What, vanilla yoghurt with crunchy balls and sugar-free strawberry milkshakes? You'd do anything for anyone. Not Dougie, I wouldn't. No, fine. Okay, not Dougie. Call me a loser. He's a loser. I'll show him. He's an idiot. Everyone knows that. Now let's try getting to the Diamond Hotel. You're mad. How? We'll just blag our way in. See if we can meet the players, get some selfies with them, go and have a beer in the posh hotel bar. You're paying then. I can do that. There must be a way. I don't know, Alan. Oh, just one time. Don't you want to do something totally spontaneous and unexpected? We are. We said we go to the non-tourist bars for a change, mix it up, mingle with the locals. They're all right there in that hotel, just a mere 100 metres away. All of our heroes. If we got in, we'd be legends back home. Don't you want to be a legend? It's impossible. I got it. Follow my lead. What? What are you doing? Why are you limping? Oh, oh, just go with what I say. Oh, Alan. Alan. Oh, hi. Oh, hi there. Hola, ban hero. Por favor. It's toilet. Oh, please. Oh, my foot. Oh, it hurts so bad. Oh, ouch. Pain. I'm, I'm in pain. I, I can't walk anymore. This does not look good. Let's just go. Oh, obrigado, obrigado. Oh, oh. Oh my god, they're letting us in. You sure they didn't say wait inside until we rest you? We did it. We actually did it. What now? The players won't just be hanging around in the reception, will they? They'll be in their rooms or training. I think... Don't 
move. A muscle. What? What? Is it a spider? No. The police. It's the police, isn't it? They probably think we're one of those English hooligans and I know I put it about a bit really, Alan, but I'm just a boring accountant. I, I'm not even doing a macho job in the warehouse like you. I'm not ready for jail. I'm not. Paul, will you calm down? It's not the police. Roy, Hodgson is right behind you. Are you winding me up? Well, you know, over, over a little to the left, but you know. Hey, Roy, mate, can I get a selfie, mate, please? Oh, watch it. I was just going to take a quick pic with a big R. It's the bodyguard, Alan. Uh, we're going. Uh, it's okay. We're just using the toilet. No, he said I could. The, the, the Royster said I could. Look, look, uh, just, just go and ask him. He's gone into the lift. Come on, Alan. We don't want to annoy this very kind, massive, scary armed guard. Sorry, mate. It's okay. You got close. No. You're right. It was a stupid idea. I don't know what I was thinking. That someone like me might get to hang out with someone like them. Really important, talented people. Mate. They wouldn't want to drink with me anyway, would they? I mean, what have I got to talk to them about? You're the funniest person I know. Gerard, Lampard. They're great players and all, but... I bet none of them could give the bands. Come on, let's go to our hotel and get drunk. Hey, watch that building stuff. Ah, oh, what idiots have left that there? Have they not heard of health and safety? Hey, why have you stopped? Paul? You all right? I've got an idea. See with that building stuff? There's two high-vis jackets. We could put them on, look like we work here and doing the maintenance. What do you think? Look, before I was just going to take a cheeky selfie with them if they didn't mind, but I mean, impersonating someone else, deceiving the hotel staff and the patrons that dwell in it. You're right. I'm sorry. It's a stupid idea. I mean, if you really think about it, it's nothing but complete... Genius and oh my god, they've got helmets too. Grab the end of that wood so we can carry it. Ready. Let's do it. Oh man, I'm sweating. Well, we couldn't take the lift, could we? We should have brought pots of paint, not a blooming six-foot piece of wood. Are we there yet? Yeah, yeah, this is the floor. It's the penthouse. And they all stay on this floor? Of course. It's the best. Look, yeah, look there. It's the signs of the bar. There's the door. Oh, hell's bells. Mate, you really need to work on some more macho phrases. I know, I know. I'm just telling you for your own good. Yeah, yeah, I will. So what do we do now? We can't just walk in with a long piece of wood. I'm going to go take a peek. You lean the wood against the wall. What shall I do? Just, you know, look like you're doing maintenance. Right, yo. Mate, what are you doing? I'm hammering a nail into the wall. But 
but with a pretend hammer. You've got an invisible hammer. Uh, yeah. You're hammering an invisible nail. Yes. Which just don't you think someone might think that's a bit strange? Yes, yes, of course. Right, can you just, just stand there? Okay, just don't move. Okay. Oh, right, let me see. I was pretty busy in there. And, oh, the view, Paul, it's incredible. Look, that's a mountain over there. Beats our concrete city. Yes, great. Lovely story. Now, are there any players in there? Yeah, yeah. Look, there's Daniel Storage. Cool. And, oh. What? Everyone's wearing a suit in there. No, I have his jackets. No. Carrying any wood? Oh, Lampard's got this cool blue handkerchief in his pocket. Oh, no. Is someone coming? No, they've all got these red wristbands. Oi, can I help you guys? Uh, hi. Uh, hello there, great madam. Yeah, we're, we're, we're fine, thanks. Well, we went the wrong way. All looks the same, done it. You know, doors, walls, carpets. <laughs> anyway, we'll be off. We're just taking this wood back. Come on, Paul, pick up the wood. Wait a minute. Uh, yeah? Taking that wood back where? Uh... The, the forest. We, we're taking it... Back to the forest. So, let me get this straight. You're taking that piece of wood back to the forest, where it technically came from? <laughs> no, no, you see, when he says forest, he means... Well, he means the car park, doesn't he? Yep, yep, you see, that's the nickname the staff use, isn't it? Sure. That, yeah, I knew that. So have you got a suit with you? Nope. You? No. To our hotel then. What? That's it? We're not going to try anymore? We don't belong here. I've got it. No, don't even. Of course, it's obvious. What? We're just going to go buy some suits. The real fund is strictly for food and beer. You said so yourself. No deviations. Besides, we never get back in again. We will. We'll look the part. And even if we did get in, who would believe that we're footballers? Feel the part. Feel like we're really meant to be there. Or for that matter, that we would be people who would be associated with them. It's all in the mind. Did you know that Carl Power, the mysterious 12th player, also went on to do a warm-up round at Wimbledon with Tim Blumen Henman? Is that true? Picked up a tennis racket for the very first time that day. And no one noticed. He got an applause from the crowd after, and he shook hands with Henman. No. And do you know why he got away with it? Because he believed it. He really believed he played for Manchester United, and he really believed he was a champion at Wimbledon. Yeah, but... Monday morning, we're just doing the same thing, the same job, and seeing the same people, doing the same routine. Ah, he's just listening to Frogsy and Butwick complaining all day, and, and Dougie being a job's worth. <gasps> Excuse me, sir. Are you playing for England? Actually, kids, no, we're... Uh... Why, yes, a little one we are. Picture. See you. Anytime, no problem. Bye now. You enjoy the match tomorrow, yeah? Que bacana. Obrigado. He really thought I was a player. Told you we should wear the England tops. <laughs>
So how does it feel, Paul Mills, to be a millionaire footballer who plays for England? Where do we get the suits? Really? Come on. Besides, we need to go quick because that kid's dad is looking at the pictures and he don't look happy. Oh, I feel like I'm the man in this suit, don't you? It's somewhat hard with ill-fitting trousers and mismatched jacket. Frank Lampard doesn't get his suits from a charity shop. Well, the real fun didn't quite cover the tailoring place, did it? Look, you look great, honest. I swear, people just look at you differently when you wear a suit. You should wear them often. What? Down the Jolly Farmer? Lads would take the mick. Oh, damn. Lampard had that blue handkerchief in his pocket. I forgot to get one. Oh, and what about the wristband? I have an idea. I mean, can you imagine earning that kind of money a week? I don't know if I'd go out and buy a massive house, though. Oh, you'd have to look the part, you know, a swimming pool and the like. It's the cost of running it. Perhaps I could invest in solar energy. Why'd you have to be so practical? You're telling me you wouldn't be driving a Porsche rather than your old banger? You leave Mary Minnie out of this. Well, maybe a small Aston Martin. Wouldn't hurt, I suppose. Would you still go down the Jolly Farmer? Of course, get the pints in. You'll regret that. Right, let's see if this works. Hold still. How's the handkerchief look? Yeah, fine, it works. And the wristband? Yeah, yeah. What if they fall off? Well then yes, we're screwed. As it's just a packet of cheese and onion crisps folded into a triangle and a packet of ready salted for the wristband. Look, who are we kidding? This is never going to work, is it? Close your eyes. Don't be daft. Come on, do it. Do you want pictures with the players or not? Fine. No peeking. Will you get on with it? Okay, right. Picture the scene. You're on a football pitch. Yeah, Arrow Park. Well, half the pictures are like a swamp because some idiot built it on a slope. No, it's, it's Aston Villa Park. Okay, I'm there. Birmingham City run onto the pitch and smash a 4 0. Hey, that's not fair. 4 <laughs> 0. You wish. Only God performs miracles, you know. Okay, okay. Now, you're running through the gate and onto the pitch. The crowd are screaming and chanting and horns are blowing and your adrenaline is pumping. Your heart pounds and you know that there's only one person in the whole world that's meant to be on the field right there and then. And it's you. And you run, then leap up to kick the ball in and it curves smoothly into the back of the net. Well... What's your plan? We have one chance to walk in there like we belong. Okay. Okay. The guards clocked us. Keep going. He's opening the door. Obrigado, obrigado. They're letting us in. Didn't blink a blooming eyelid. I told you. Look, come on. 
Where are we going? To the players' bar. Let's get the lift. I'm so chuffed. Ready? Excuse me, gentlemen. Oh, no. You're going the wrong way. Right, yeah. Caught us. Sorry, we were just... Not to worry. All looks the same, doesn't it? You're in conference room B. I'll take you. If you follow me. Right then, okay. Was the journey in fine? Yeah, yeah, great. You found your car, we got you, okay? Oh, uh, yeah, thanks, yeah. Everyone is so very excited to see you. Are they? <laughs> uh, oh, you know, actually, I'm, I'm feeling a little bit tired after the journey. Me too. I'm practically falling asleep. Yeah, maybe we could go freshen up. Oh, you English have such a funny sense of humour. They're all waiting, sir. Right, well, uh, let's, let's go. Erlen. Whatever it is, I'm sure we can get out of it. It's going well so far, then. We are so glad you came all the way from England to do this session. Sure, yeah, yeah. And your accommodation is sufficient? Oh, more than, yeah, yeah. The football players take all the best rooms. I'm sure they do. Right, here we are. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. They have arrived at last. Oh, stop, stop, really, there's no need. May I present to you Dr. Dominique Caulfield and Professor Augustus Branson, who will share with us their research and findings from their Alaska trip last year. Hello, everyone. Um, oh, no, we've got a problem. You know what? I need a projector for my slides, and there doesn't seem to be... It's okay, Dr. Caulfield. We set up the projector already with your slides. Do you want the first one up? Right, uh, yeah. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Dr. Thanks. Caulfield, you sure you want the slide up? Yes, yes. Oh, well, would you believe it? That's the wrong slide. Oh, you must have got the wrong batch. Oh, darn, now this is a pickle. We have them in our luggage. Yes, yes, Professor Brandon. Branson. Branson. We'll go get them. Oh, I can send for a porter to go get your bag. No, no, no. No. No, no, no need. I've got uh, personal items in there too. Medication. Yeah, sensitive medication. Won't be long. <laughs> I can't believe that just happened. That was brilliant. <laughs> Wait for us to return. We're terrible people. <laughs> right, come on, no messing around. Let's do this now. Got to get to the penthouse floor. Oh, I'm so excited. Me too. Maybe more about this than the match tomorrow. What? To victory. Top floor. Here we go. Is this our stop? No. Damn, someone must be getting in. Just that cool, normal. What if it's security? You think that woman followed us? No one's there. What? Hello? Can you hold the lift, please? It's an important call. Uh, okay. Oh, I wish he'd hurry up. What a cheek. Well, he's got ten more seconds or I'm shutting the doors or I can tell you that for. I recognise that voice. It's Bloomin' Gerard. It's Stephen Gerard. It's... Listen. What the... Gerard? Oh, hell's bells. Alan, what's wrong with you? Look, picture the scene. 
It's Liverpool versus Millsborough. Gerrard collects the ball and controls it on his instep. He allows it to bounce twice and then it arcs into the top corner of the goal. Okay, mate. When he gets in the lift, you've got to act cool, yeah? Oh, hi there. Uh, held the lift for you. Yeah, appreciate that, lads. I mean, our pleasure. After you, Mr. Gerard. Alan, ready? Why are you getting your phone out? Be cool. Is this the time to make a call? I'm just looking busy. Now, just flash your ready solid crisp packet, wristband, and walk in. We're in. We did it! <laughs> oh, there's Lampard! It's Neville around. <laughs> Hiya. <laughs> Two beers, please. How much is that, mate? It's a free bar, sir. Oh, yeah, of course. I knew that. <laughs> oh, hey there, Frank. Nice anchor, Chief. Mine's centred. Do you mind if I get a pick? Oh, Mr. Hodgson, finally. Mr. Gerard, can I? Were you two in the lift? Did you boys blag it in here? <laughs> <laughs> hey, Alan, don't tell Betsy, but I'm never washing this arm again. You're right. We're actual legends now. It's all over social media. This has literally been the best day of my life. <laughs> hey, maybe we should go bigger. Be more ambitious. Shall we try and back onto pitch tomorrow? You know, if we truly believe we're one of the players. What, and ruin the actual England match? Are you nuts? Oh yeah, maybe not. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Blag here on the Half Hour Audio Hour. Next up is a brief interview we conducted with Victoria Morris after the recording of this show. So first off, thank you very much for allowing uh, us to be part of your show. Thank you. Um, when did you start writing? Well, actually, I was one of those people as a kid in school that actually won all anything to do with writing, any kind of creative assignment, you know, making people do plays and writing mm -hmm. poems and writing stories. And I'd always win little competitions and I always loved it. And um, it was actually when I went to uni that I sort of accidentally realised that you could have a career out of it because I was taking a course and it, it I wasn't getting on with it. And then they gave you options if you wanted to change. And one of them was creative writing, including audio plays and playwriting. And I've never looked back. And it was amazing, really inspired. Excellent. Excellent. I, I, I know, I know exactly the type of kid you're talking about because that was, that, that, that was me as well. So wonderful. Um, so Sophie touched upon it a little bit, but I, I, I want to hear the story. What inspired 
blag. Yeah, this is a this is a great story. Uh, my sister was literally just, you know, telling me about her day and I was, you know, listening to mm-hmm. her and she was telling me, she told me this story that her manager had told her about his son and he had apparently his son had tried to blag when he went to Brazil into this five-star hotel to just basically get a selfie with the players and it was a little bit different to mine so I think they tried to go to various hotels um, and I just loved mm-hmm. the story and I was like um tell me you know tell me more about it and um she was saying that it actually got into it was like they were in they worked in Worcester and it was in the Worcester news and it gone kind of viral that they'd had these pictures and they'd literally met all the players and it was what they intended and I just wanted to make I just thought what a brilliant story what an inspiring story if you sort of believe in yourself and you're like yeah mm-hmm. one for the lads and it was um I actually just I thought yeah I'm gonna really I really want to make and literally I had that idea and I put the name say on a whiteboard if you, as you do as a writer with lots of ideas mm-hmm. And then one day I just wrote it and it was, I was very much inspired by that. And it was a really great story. It, it, it is, it's a, it's a, it's one of those, it's one of those stories that you just, you you know, if it wasn't true, it should have been. Yeah. (laughs) And the fact that the fact that this actually happened is awesome. (laughs) Inspired by their, their antics in that. And it it was just, yeah, it was just fab. And I think, um, you know, I always hear lots of stories about blags and it's uh, an amazing just to, to bring this one into it and to expand on it and make it into something, you know, like what, you know, people were saying, like more emotional and, you know, there's a mm-hmm. real reason these lads just really wanted to, you know, have fun and, and change and, and grow together. Mm-hmm. Excellent. This is not on the, 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 the list of questions I sent you. So I hope I'm not throwing you too much of a curveball. but I need to know where did that phrase come from? Why, why is, why is basically conning your way into some place called blag? Oh, I mean, yeah, I I think it's just, yeah, the, just the, the fun of it. Yeah. Blagging somewhere, blagging somewhere in, yeah, to get into somewhere. So. (laughs) Oh, so, so you don't know the origin of that particular. I mean, it's just a word (laughs) I I know anyway. I mean, obviously you're American. (laughs) Yeah. I had never heard it before. I thought it was. It's a phrase here, you know, you blag your way into a nightclub or you blag your way into there or, or something like that. So, I mean, I'm from Midlands in uh, West Midlands in, in, obviously UK. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's a phrase no, I, I, I'm used to hearing and they all would have heard. Yeah. Those, mm-hmm. those people that inspired me. <laughs> no, I, 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 I think that that's awesome. It's just, I always love to, to kind of know where that, where stuff like that comes from, but I'm at the same it. time, but, but at the same time, if you ask me where a bunch of American, some American phrases came from, I don't know. That's just what we call it. <laughs> it's, it's definitely, it's definitely something I've yeah, always known. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, is this your first audio drama that have, that you've, you've written? Actually. So when I was 18, which was, you know, a few or so many years ago, um, <laughs> when I was 18, I, you know, like I was, I was saying that I was very much inspired when I went to uni and mm-hmm. I, you know, 
life changed when I sort of randomly picked another course, which was the creative course. And I found out mm. when I was learning about the radio and audio plays that there was a competition. And basically, um, no one sort of on the course sort of entered it or anything. But I was like, oh, no, I'm going to I'm gonna enter it. You know, we've written something on the course. And I won it. And it was amazing. And I, I went to University of Derby. And, you know, I got mm. to go to London. And it was just amazing just to see it all recorded. And Polly James, who very old school was it you know live birds uh was in it and it was just something you know when I was so young and it's something mm-hmm. since then that I've you know always I've loved like hearing the format and wanted to recreate something else and this was just seemed a perfect opportunity especially you know being audio and you could set it you know internationally and it could be in England then it could be in Brazil and it was you know it's a just a great format to use so something I always wanted to do again Excellent. So what are what are some of the challenges of 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 writing for audio as opposed to you know the stage or, or yeah. some more visual medium? I mean, I think yes, Sophie definitely touched on um some things, but I think like for me it's kind of subtext and obviously they can't see your face and they can't see that kind of nuance on your face of that emotion. So it's um you have to make sure that, you know, like and I think the, you know the that's to do with the acting then isn't it that that are going to bring the emotion in even if it's just you know one line one simple line they have to make it so much more than if you just see it on screen and perhaps you wouldn't even have that line of dialogue so I think Mm -hmm. that's that's quite a challenge and also for me I I just I never want it to be expositional you know you don't want to be like so say in this you know there's a if, if they're getting out of a taxi, you don't want to be like, we're getting out of the taxi now. You know, you want, to, <laughs> you want to make sure that you're using the sound effects and all those and really exploiting those the elements that you can use in an audio that you can't in a, a drama, you know, in a, a TV on screen or something. Um, mm-hmm. So sound effects definitely. And um, yeah, definitely making sure that it's not, you know, my explaining everything and making it too expositional is really important. I think in a, an audio play. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because um, I've I've seen scripts like that where it's like, and now we're going to tell you what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so I'm very aware of that, and it's and and you can, you know, there's 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 many things that you can do, um, with, mm-hmm. and it's just sound effects and the emotion that the actors give that, that kind of you know they set the scene without dialogue, which is great. Now, do you have any upcoming projects that you'd like to to plug? I mean, I'm currently doing a new. It, and it's not sort of out yet, but I'm, I'm doing, I, I did a couple of series of Tiddly Tubbies, uh, which was a children's animation for, um, yeah, and I, I, I'm going to be doing more children's animations. So that's what I've um, been doing at the moment. But other than that, I've been working on a comedy feature. Um, so like to, you know, expand and, and a t- some TV ideas. So Amazing. Awesome. Lots of fun. I love the comedy. You know, I, I like to kind of get on stage and do a couple of comedy stories. So I, I definitely want to keep doing that route. And, you know, this has all been great to, you know, to, to keep doing it and to be inspired by it. So, yeah, no, I can tell you that you like you, you like the comedy because yeah. this is a, this is a very, very funny show. So now. Have you ever tried to blag your way into somewhere you didn't belong? I know. I was I was waiting for this one. <laughs> I think um, um, definitely I have, like, for some reason, stories like this gravitate towards me. Um, but I would be the person, I'm sort of doing what Sophie did, but as in 
I would be the person, someone else would be blagging, but I would definitely be in, in the, the group that was going in. And mm-hmm. but not perhaps being the leader of it, but also thinking it was absolutely brilliant. And perhaps you know, like going into yeah, VIP areas or something like that. <laughs> and, um, and but I've heard some, I've just heard so many stories. I, I really love the underdog winning. You know, I love that kind of if you can blag your way in and it's not hurting anyone, obviously, then mm-hmm. you know it, it's very innocent. And um, yeah, plenty of stories that I've heard that um I, d- I just think of yeah, why not try it if you can? As long as it, you know, as long as it's a little bit innocent, it's all fine. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. If I was yeah. more the yeah, you know, the the follower, I guess, of the, and being inspired. So this was a chance I get to be the the main person. Right. I'll make sure to put a disclaimer on this entire interview that it's like this is we only we only recommend this if you're doing this for for completely innocent fun reasons. I think in a you know a world you know you've got in you know the the you know inventing Anna and things like that and it's all blagging isn't it everyone blags everyone blags their CV mm. they you know it's all that isn't oh, it yeah. and I think it's um, something that's a, a bit more um, of a subject now you know people mm-hmm. why not if you if you can but definitely not yeah. hurting people now. Um, excellent. Well, Victoria, thank you. Uh, once again, so much for allowing us the opportunity to uh, present this uh, script. We we really do appreciate it. It's been an absolute blast. I I I love the script. I loved it from the the minute I read it, and I'm just really really grateful that we had the opportunity to be part of it. Oh, I mean, thank you too. I can I can tell your passion about it all, and you know, Sophie directing and the actors, and it, it was just and, and you too, Andrew. You know, it was, it was really great. You you know, it's been I can I feel the passion too, which is it's it's been amazing. You know, when you write something and you just want someone to get it and be on your page and all that. So, it, mm-hmm. thank you, yeah, too. We hope you enjoyed Blag. Next month, we will be presenting Fairies, written by Adam Zudrich and directed by Colette Cullen. If you enjoyed what you heard, please remember to like, follow, and subscribe to our podcast. And feel free to leave a review. You can help us out in continuing this work by heading over to redcircle.com shows slash half-hour-audio-hour, where you can sponsor us through a one-time or recurring donation and become our partner in highlighting the voices and stories of women, BIPOC, and LGBTQ plus artists. And head over to eclectic-theater.com to find out about our serialized audio dramas, Deep Shadows, Bloody Bay, Clusterfuck, Monocyte, and Throwing Shade. On behalf of myself and everyone here at EFCT, thanks for listening.